tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Good morning, good morning, family and friends. We're certainly glad for another opportunity to be in the will of God. So it is a good morning. You are here. Good morning, uh, Rapport, God Helper, and all the rest of the people that believe this morning. All we have to do is believe. Easy. Don't worry about all that noise in the background. Leo. 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 Uh, the Bible said Israel. Don't know. There's a donkey knows his master, and he knows his master crib, but Israel don't know. People have strayed. And the reason I brought that up, because my dog, who had been there for about three days, and I told him, I said, Leo, you need to eat that food. Boy, he's just going at it. So I thought about it. I said, this morning, my message is we're going to talk about a jealous God. So we can kind of get an understanding of why prayers are not answered. My music this morning, everything decided want to do what it wanted to do. So I'm going to do what I want to do, and I want to preach this gospel. Father, we come this morning for no shape, form, or fashion, but we come to thank you. Because, Father, without you, there's nothing that we could do. We can't accomplish anything, Father. So we come this morning, Father Lord, with the first fruit offering of our lips this morning. We want to bless your holy name. We want to say thank you. You brought us a long way. Because even from the bedroom to the bathroom, it was a step away. But we say thank you this morning, Father. We ask you that you continue to bless your people today. Continue to heal the living and make free. You know what we need, Father Lord. You said in your word, Father, that you know what we need, and you're going to give us what we need. And so, Father, we come to say thank you this morning, amen, because we believe that you're doing just what you said. Now, Father, we humble ourselves this morning to partake of your divine word that you will speak to our hearts, speak to the hearts of your people this morning, Father. And let them recognize and realize that you still 
saving souls, and you're still calling people unto yourself. Lord, we ask you to look upon the White House. Lord, we ask you, Lord, that you keep our president strong and good health. Lord, and that he'll be able to do your good and perfect will for man don't understand that in all things, amen, it works together for our good, for them that are called according to his purpose. So, Father, I leave it in your hands today. We ask you for traveling grace and mercy for those that are on their way to work, those that are in the hospital, sick and shut in, those, God, that are struggling this morning. We ask you, Father, Lord, if they would just believe uh, prayer this morning to you, and we thank you. In the most high, Yahshelah, and we thank you for your son, Yahshua, whom we know as Jesus the Christ. We thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless each and every one. Amen. Our producer, Rodney Lynn. Amen. God bless you this morning, sister. Doing a fine job. And uh, uh, all I can say is just let him have his way. Yes. Uh, yesterday, uh, I, I taught Sunday school. And Sunday school, uh, the topic was the righteousness branch. And some things struck, struck my mind and grabbed my attention. Uh, some verse of scripture that I ran over. We're going to talk about a jealous God this morning. We're going to talk about, amen, walking away from God. We're going to talk about, amen, talking but not believing. I believe it says in First John, uh, First John three, three fifteen, love not this world. And what he meant in that scripture when he said love not this world, he meant don't be buying everything and doing everything everybody else do. We ain't nothing but a bunch of copycats. Everybody want what is there? Everybody going by. All, all they got to do is put a name out there. Uh, you, you you can make anything today. And if you get one person to wear it to school or wherever they wear it. Uh, you can at least, by the end of the year, have uh, even got you enough, enough to buy you something, you know, whatever you like. Uh, in the introductory, um, the Sunday school lesson, uh, the golden text was, with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with iniquity, I mean, prove with equality for the meek of the earth, and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked, Isaiah 11, 4. Um, the lesson text came out of uh, Isaiah 11, 1 to 10, and the related scripture was Isaiah 53, uh, 1 to 3, and Jeremiah 23, 5, 6. Hebrew 4, chapter 12, verse, 13, verse, Romans 15, chapter 7, and 12, verse. And it was about 733 B.C., and the place was Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And the introduction, uh, the Hebrew prophets were first and foremost contemporary preachers, delivering God's word to the people of their day. They were mostly trying to get Israel to, refer, to return to the covenant that God had made with them at Sinai. Some messages of the prophets concerning the uh, 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 immediate future, as when Elijah told Ahab that it would not rain for three years, 17, 17, 1. 
And when John and when Jonathan told uh, Jonah told Nineveh that they were going to be destroyed in forty days, Jonah three four. Remember, prophet spoke of the distant future, detailing events that would occur long after they were gone. Isaiah prophesied of both the first and second coming of Christ, and sometime he did so in the same method. As we will see, no clear distinction was made between the two coming of the promise of the Messiah. Now, we have a promise of the Messiah uh, today. There are many, many signs uh, 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 that's been prophesied. There are many, many signs that the good Lord, our Father, have showed from heaven, such as uh, a white calf, a buffalo. Uh, that's one sign. Uh, in the book, uh, um, I'm done. Uh, in the book of John 21, uh, I think it's John 21, where, let me look and see, where the Bible said that would be signs in the stars, the moon, the sun, and, and, and these things. Well, on August the 21st of 2017, I saw the soul eclipse looking through a, uh, looking through a well that's hood. So I could see the soul eclipse. And what I saw, I saw the stars, the moon, and the sun on August the 21st. Now, John 21, it says, so let me look and see if I got the right scripture. 17. I don't think that's right. No, it's Luke. Thank you. Thank you, Father. I know it wasn't right. I was searching for it, and I was steady saying to myself, that ain't right. That ain't right. I must ain't had enough coffee this morning. It's Lou. Uh, I want to show you uh, what, what, what's in the Bible concerning Harvey. You know, and I can show you New York in the Bible, Revelation 13. So uh, I believe that preachers should be preaching this end-time message. I mean, it's okay to preach Mary had a little lamb because it's true. But we need to learn today the reason why so much calamity and why ain't nothing being done about it. There's something being done about it. It's just the people they ain't watching and not paying attention, like all them fires. And then after the fire come, then the water came. Then after the water come, the water turned the, turned the earth into mud. The mud was sliding all around over wet ground. Couldn't even get out the house. So I think that we need to start paying attention to some of these signs that are happening in the earth so that we can be aware of Matthew 24 chapter. You know, he said, when you hear wars, women to wars, earthquake, and famine, I mean, he's given us a sign. Why in the world, why I open the chat, but I just don't have time to chat, amen, and do this word. Good morning, good morning. I appreciate you for being here this morning, and I will open the lines up in a few minutes. I just need to um, do what I do, and that's just get this word out. So, amen. Uh, he wants us to know the truth. He said, and the truth is going to make us make us free. And if the truth is going to make us free, then why we don't believe it? He said, he said in, his, in, in his scriptures, he said that uh, we being good know how to give good gifts to our uh, children. We being evil know how to give good, good gifts to our children. How much more will our Heavenly Father in heaven, you understand me, Give us our healing and our daily bread and all these wonderful things. 
uh, let me read this so I can get on, get, get on over here back to where I was at and get on into the word uh, of jealous God. Luke 21 and 21. And Harvey came August uh, uh, 25th. August 21st, we were looking at the solar cliff. Now, I'm just trying to show you some signs that you may not have paid attention to so you can go and tell somebody, you understand me, to examine this here to see do it line up. Luke 21 and 21. It says, uh, where you at now? Then, now, Luke, the 21st chapter, and round about 25. Let me see. It's right here. Get out of Luke 25. 21, 25. And Harvey came uh, on the 25th, and on the 21st of August, we can see the soul eclipse. Amen. So here we go. And there will be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and on the earth distress of nations no, I ain't did. I ain't. Uh, let me see. I know I need to back up. And they will be full by the edge in the time. Okay, yeah, that is. On the 21st, the solar eclipse, on the 25th, we had the flood. And on the 25th, the 25th, it said, it, it, it it just ain't reading. It don't seem right to me. But anyhow, I know what it says by heart. It says that the earth and the seas will be raging. So on the 25th, Harley came, and all the water were all over the place out here and everywhere. And then it says that, and on the 26th, it says men's hearts failing them from fear and for the expectation of those things which were coming up on the earth. For the power of the heaven will be shaken. On the 26th, people were fearful. On the 27th, even up to this very hour, they are afraid of rain. Why? Because God don't use catastrophic devastation to get your attention. He don't need, God is not a God that's because you sin him. He want to strike you with fire. Now, what kind of loving father would that be that wants to strike us down until we stop sinning. We have painted a picture of an angry God. Yes, he is angry, but he do not use that method to win his people back to him. He went his people back to him through you believing because he have already done his part. If the Bible says in third John above all, he wants us to be in good health and prosper, even as our soul prosper. He meant that. Why aren't we prospering? Why we're struggling? Have to work from day to day? I don't think that's the will of God. I think that we have gotten into a habit of I gotta do it. I gotta, and that's what, and that's what causes our Father to be jealous. He's jealous over us because why? Because he wants us to do what he says. For us to do 
And he said, after we have done the will of the Father, see, we need to do what he called us to do. We're asking him for all these things. I pray for people all the time. Uh, one incident, uh, they asked me for prayer, and she started telling me about her boyfriend. Well, I thought she had a, a you know, they had forsaken that relationship if they wasn't going to be married. But then when I asked her, so what are we going to pray about? She wanted to pray about her health and her finances. Well, what are you going to do about the sin in your life? What are you going to do about that part of it? You see, it's okay for me to pray, but I, I know what the word of God says. He say, pray not for this people. I won't even hear you until you do what Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says. You know, I have no obligation because he wants me to waste my time on them that want him. He said, I love them that love me. So if you love him more than you love me, amen, God is a jealous God. And he got it all through scripture, what he expects of us and what we expect of him. So if you're expecting this morning to be free, then you're going to have to go to the one that does the freedom. I have no power to free anyone. But what I can do, I can keep doing what I'm doing. Amen. Uh, in the Sunday school lesson, uh, I like what he said here. He said, the eternal wisdom of the Son of God is connected with his understanding. See, we need to get an understanding today. We need to have an understanding of what he meant and not what I thought. I think and I thought, no, I think and I thought it has nothing to do with what he meant. I need to get an understanding this morning of what is he talking, what is God saying that I need to do so I can get out of this trouble. That's, that's my thing. Okay. So he says, it is John Wilson of God, of the Son of God, is connected with his understanding. He not only understood the need of humanity in general, he also knew the specific needs of individuals. He said, as an example, he, he knew the deepest need of the woman at the well and met those needs, according to John 4, 4 verse 26 verse, because he was tempted as we all, Hebrews 4.15. He understood what it meant to struggle spiritually. See, if we're struggling spiritually, hallelujah, all we have to do, amen, is begin to just study more, read more, talk to him, tell him, I believe you, I know you're there, but I've got this situation, and you know that it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me, and I'm asking you to deal with with me. Another part in Sunday school lesson, and we're going to get on to the word, uh, it said the Messiah would also have the spirit of knowledge and of, and of the fear of the Lord. Wisdom, knowledge are often used interchangeable in scripture and are both are connected with the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this phrase, uh, this phrase, fear of the Lord, it does not mean, amen, uh, 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 this, this, this cringing fear of the Lord. It does not mean, 
amen, that you should see him that he's going to burn you up with fire. Hallelujah. As meant be the case of a slave before a cruel master, godly fear has to do with reverence and obedience. Hallelujah. Christ submitted himself to God's will by obeying him according to John 3.38. Amen. Though he was son, yet none, he was obedient. Hallelujah. By the things which he suffered. That may be why you suffer. Your suffering, it could bring obedience. Hallelujah. He said, after you have suffered a while, amen, glory to God, we don't want to suffer. I mean, I don't mean for you to be suffering with cancer and all this stuff. Amen. I believe you can cast it out because I don't believe there's no disease can live in me, neither in my house. I don't believe we can live in your house this morning because if we're going to take him at his word this morning, hallelujah, we need to take him said he's going to do it, then, my dear, we just got to believe it. We got to I believe this morning, hallelujah, I believe this morning that, amen, the Lord is slow to anger, hallelujah, according to uh, Numbers 14 chapter. Hallelujah. He's slow to anger this morning, and being that he's slow to anger, amen, we need to believe, amen, that he's not going to do any of these things. To us, amen. But he's going to lead us and show us the way. Hallelujah. What makes God so jealous this morning is that he breathed, amen. It says in Genesis, the uh, 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 27th chapter, that he breathed, amen. He breathed this life in every person, every person, amen. He breathed this life into, and if you have the life of God, amen, the breath of God in you this morning, amen, then he put it there. And if he put it there, you ought to believe this morning, hallelujah, that it's for your good. And he delight this morning in this. Hallelujah. 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 I'm looking over. Scripture, I can't find my, uh, I can't find my right. Let me see. Let's go to Jeremiah 7 and 25. It must be the Lord must want me to go this direction because I'm going to jealous God. And uh, I put down my logs. It's like having a handle on something and losing a handle. My God, for glory. This morning, I couldn't get my uh, my music to, to do its thing. I guess it's sleep too, so I said, well, I'm not going to be hindered. I'm not going to be stopped. Neither will I be blocked. I got a job to do, and I'm going to do it according to his will. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 7 and 25 uh, it tells us this morning that since 
the day that your father came out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have even sent to you all my servants to practice, daily rising up early and sending them, yet they did not obey me or incline their ear, but stiffened their necks. They did worse than their fathers. So God is saying that even then, when he shut the prophets, hallelujah, that these individuals, they just did not want to obey God. They didn't want to, and so since they didn't obey him, hallelujah, they fell under the wrath of God, hallelujah. And the wrath of God, amen, is still on these peoples today, hallelujah. Uh, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. I'm, I'm checking something out here. I'm, I'm trying to see that, uh, that uh, did this thing connect? Hallelujah. My servant, the prophet, daily raising up, rising up early and sending them, yet they did not obey me or incline their ear. Wonder why. Yet they did not obey me or incline their ear, but stiffened their neck. They did worse than their forefathers. Therefore, you shall speak all these words to them, but they will not obey you. You shall also call to them, but they will not answer. Now, What's wrong with the people this morning? That God is calling out to, calling out to a people. He's sending a prophet, and they won't hear. You see, if you won't hear, amen, the words of God from him, he said you're not going to hear it from these men that he's going to send, these women, these preachers, these pastors. We're disobedient this morning to the word of God. If you're disobedient to the word of God, well, then you're certainly not going to, amen, be able to live in the will of God. We need to stop, amen dealing what we've been dealing to ourselves and begin to hear the voice of the Lord. Come with me in Exodus 19, 4 and 6. Hallelujah. Exodus 19, 4 and 6. I know you're going to say it's Old Testament, but I go old and new. Amen. Testament in the Bible. Because if you do not keep his covenant, Amen. Then you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Amen. He gave us laws, duties, and statutes, and we have allowed uh, Roman Catholicism and all of this other stuff that we've taken upon ourselves to believe that um, we can do anything we wish because this is my life, and it's not your life. Your life belongs to the Father. If it don't, then tell him you won't, you're no part of his. Hallelujah. 
Exodus 19, 4 and 6. I might well start at 1. Hallelujah. In the third month, after the children of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on the same day, they came to the wilderness of Sinai. For they had departed from Rephildah and had came to the wilderness of Sinai and camped in the wilderness. So Israel camped there before the mountain. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, Until, <coughs> excuse me, <sighs> thank you, Lord, and tell the children of Israel, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be, you shall and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. They, these are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. So Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before them all these words which the Lord commanded them. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord had spoken, he will do. We will do. So Moses brought back to the word. So Moses brought back the word of the people to the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak with you and believe you forever. So Moses told the words of the people, told the words of, of the people to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes. So, see, God began with his love and his instruction uh, over Israel and was telling them that these are the duties that you must do. If you're not going to do, if you're not going to do these words that I have spoken to Moses, amen, then you're not going to have the benefits. There are benefits this morning in obeying the voice of the Lord. We must obey the voice of the Lord if we're planning on, hallelujah, having these blessings on our life. So the writer was saying to us, amen, that we had better obey. Moses was preaching uh, to the people, and he said, if you will hear. So the same thing this morning is, if you will hear and observe all of these sayings of God, amen, then when he sets you on high places, hallelujah, and all of your needs should be met. So if any of you listen this morning, and you're going through anything with your children, your home, he said, it's going to be well with you. Why? Because you believe, hallelujah. If you just only believe that all things are possible, amen, to them that love the Lord and that are called according 
to his purpose this morning. Hallelujah. You need to believe this morning that everything that the Father said, he meant it for our good. Amen. It's not one scripture, nowhere that anyone can give me or tell me, amen, to say that God hate us. Now God hates sin. So if you are in your sin this morning, yeah, he hates your sin, but he loves the sinner. Amen. Let me go to my uh, song, uh, Michael Jackson. Hallelujah. Man in the Mirror. See, we can get it right here.
says that obedience is better than sacrifice, that we should obey him, believe God. We need to believe him this morning because why? We need so many things from God. We need healing. We need deliverance. We need his power. We need everything that God has for us. He destroyed all of these blessings and all of these miracles and all of these things he has given to us for our own good. But we have to hearken unto the voice of the Lord. If we were hearken to the voice of the Lord, then the Lord would, amen, lead us. He would guide us. He would show us. He would show us a way that he has already set up. The way has been made. We as a believer this morning, we need to take this word and we need to apply the word of God, amen, on our own life. And as we apply the word of God uh, on our life and in our life, then we will be able, amen, to do more. We'll be able to understand and to see exactly what he meant. Because God, he meant it for our good. He, he meant for us to obey, amen. He told us that if we would obey, that the Gentiles would obey too. So God has selectively, he has selectively chosen him a people. And he chosen him a specific people that he, amen, he put his love. So that they would obey. You know, what about obedience this morning? What about doing what the Lord said? When we can do what our wives say, then halfway do what our parents say. But we cause for a lot of sickness. It's because of your disobedience. Because he said he'll take all these things away from us. And if you said he would take your sickness and diseases and he wouldn't put any of this up on you, then what's wrong? The problem is we have not obeyed him. And so he says here in Jeremiah, 
Leviticus, the 26th chapter. Twenty-six and twelve, twenty-six and thirteen. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, <clears throat> that you should not be their slave. Now, if God is jealous, as the word described, and He said He's bringing us out and brought us out, so we would no longer be, be a slave. Do you know? The Bible said, whosoever you are, your minister, that's whose servant you become. So people are still in bondage. They're still in slavery this morning. Amen. Why? Because they are obeying the desires, their own lust this morning. The Father wants us free today. And whom the Son make free is free indeed. So if you're planning on your freedom, amen, from all of these things, then we need to heed to the word of God today. Amen. So he says here, amen, I have broken the bands the bands of your yoke and made you walk upright. Hallelujah. No more shackles around your neck. No more shackles around your feet. No more, amen, laboring, pulling cotton and corn and all this, amen, stuff that we had to do. Amen. Talking about Israel. Amen. And the company that was with them. Amen. Israel, amen, didn't come out of Egypt alone, but there were some Edomites, there were some Gentiles, there were all types of culture of people, amen, that came out of Egypt because Egypt didn't only, amen, enslave Israel, and it was by choice. No man taketh nothing from the Father. Amen. God allowed them to enjoy their foolishness, just like today. Amen. In this nation. He said he has chosen you a nation of people. So you're not just a Christian. You're not just this and that. But you are a chosen nation of all priesthood and your sons and daughters. But when we got here and we took on the attributes and the ways, amen, of this country, amen, the way of America, we want everything like everybody else has. Hallelujah. We even told God, told Moses that we want a king. Amen, glory to God. We've done so many things, hallelujah, amen, to ourselves that was contrary to the will of the Father. Hallelujah. So he says here, in the 14th verse of the 26th verse of Leviticus, but if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my stature, and if your soul abhor my judgment, so that you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, I also will do this to you. That's what's wrong today. We've disobeyed him and have broken his covenant, and we are broken and smitten before the face of God. We're fleeing from our enemy. We're working until we're unconscious. Hallelujah. We're trying to work overtime and try and get us something, amen, for this pagan holiday. Yes, Christmas is Roman Catholicism. It's wrapped up in the Roman idolatry. 
It is a part of Nimrod, which is the great-grandson of Noah. I know it's for the children. I know it, but it's tradition. And God said, that is so strange how we keep the tradition of man, but we will not hold fast to the tradition of God. So he says, if you don't hearken and you break my covenant, I also will do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you, wasting disease and fever, which shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart, and you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemy shall eat it. Yes, sir. You work, you get paid, and your enemies give you tickets where the money you had, you have to pay a ticket. Something, anything can happen, amen, glory to God. You may have to give it to John Moore or somebody, but the Father, he told us, they that wait upon him, hallelujah, he was going to renew their strength, they were going to mount with wings as an eagle, they were going to run and not be weary, they were going to walk and not faint. So God has already given his recipe to man what he's going to do. But the thing about it is we need to obey. We need to obey. If we can obey his word this morning and stop saying that's Old Testament, we're not of the Old Testament, we in the New Testament, you know, if we would stop all of that and seek his faith and say, Lord, what should I be in observation and obedience to? What should I study? What should I read? What should I do? Show me the way. I want to go, Father. Let him lead you and show you exactly not what you thought, but what he meant for us to do and meant for us to be today. God has a plan for his children. But if the children don't obey him, then that means that you don't believe. You don't believe what he said this morning. Hallelujah. I believe because I'm up doing it. So I wouldn't do, or neither would I read, what I didn't believe. Hallelujah. You believe how to make a cake, you read the label on the box, and you do exactly what the box of cake. You got more faith in making a cake than you is in believing the Lord. Because if you believed him, hallelujah, you would walk away from your idolatry. Amen. The Bible says in Amos, amen, the ninth chapter that they just went horn on him. Amen. God calls people uh, that rebel against his word and never repent. People they don't repent. They just want to feel better. Hallelujah. You maybe got caught in your act, and you just want to, amen, feel better. Uh, 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 you don't want to look like you have done something wrong. Amen. If I've done something wrong, I've done something wrong. Amen. Uh, 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 I need to go to he, the creator, the one that breathed the breath of life in my body. I don't need to confess my sin uh, uh, to the Pope. Hallelujah. We go into a man and confessing our sins, that is sin, because he said, there's none beside me, none above me, I, even I. Amen. He gave us an inscription of what he was like and, 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 and his attributes and, and his ways, amen. He, 
he, he told us what he expected from his children. Hallelujah. He says in reading, and you shall sow, and you're going to sow it in vain. So anyone this morning listening to this message, seem like they can't get ahead, seem like they're spending money on getting their children out of trouble, or if it ain't one thing, it's another. Amen. We need to come back to obedience. Hallelujah. If we would come back to obedience, then we can believe. Hallelujah. You cannot obey that if you don't believe. You must believe this morning. Hallelujah. And if you believe this morning, then you're going to be able, amen, to achieve, to acquire, to possess, amen, to take ownership of your righteousness, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And you, and I will set my face against you, and you shall be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you shall reign over you, and you shall flee when one pursue you. Hallelujah. And after all of this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sin. I will break the pride of your power. Amen. That happened because Israel did not obey. Amen. Back in the 70s and the 60s, amen, we struggled, amen, for freedom. We struggled for equality. We struggled, amen. We had pride and power, black power. Amen. Glory to God. God is talking to a people that has disobeyed and has done everything that he said not to do, that's what we do. Hallelujah. Let us go for another coffee break. Amen. Just you and me. 
Oh, 
This was a little too close for us. Hallelujah. Okay. It is what it is. Amen. Okay, we we uh, come down to Mark seven chapter. We are teaching. Get an understanding of that he meant everything he said for our good. Everything that the Father done was for our good. Go back in the beginning of Genesis, hallelujah, how that he created everything. And then he spoke from evening to morning was the first day. Hallelujah. So we must come out of darkness, amen, and stop thinking that God created the world in darkness. He created the world, amen, out of the, it was day, and then the evening and the morning, creation began to start. First he spoke uh, daylight, because you gotta remember that the world was in chaos, the darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the waters and the permanence, they was from heaven to earth. Everything was just nothing but water. And he created this vast utopia 
amen, for mankind to dwell in, for mankind to be good stewards and, and to bring back to him, amen, his honor, that you may enjoy the glory of God upon your life this morning. Hallelujah. So in reading out of the book of Mark, seven chapter, Hallelujah. Uh, and the sixth verse. Now, let's go. Let's, let's back to the first verse, uh, so you can get understand. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, "Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elder?" And that's what's wrong this morning. Is that we're holding back to tradition. Just because mother and father and grandma and them kept this, it don't mean that it is a tradition of God. I mean, it is the way of God. So the Pharisees and Sadducees, they were wondering why did the disciples eat and not wash their hands. Hallelujah. He said, but he bread with unwashed hands. And he asked and said, well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? Hypocrites, as it is written, this people honor me with the lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandment of man. See, people are so confined to the doctrine of man. Part of the doctrine of man is when they run around saying that, you know, Jesus Christ brought about the new way. Yes, he did. He did, and that the law was done away with. That boy, he did not do. Well, he said, I don't know, thanks that I come to this the law, nor the prophet, but that I came. But I came that you may have money and have it more abundant. So for the father, he did an abundance. Amen. In our life, he gave us everything, everything, hallelujah. But he also told us something not to do. So when we walk away, amen, from his audience, from his statutes, from the covenant of God, then we miss out on the blessings of God. Amen. He says, teaching as doctrine the commandment of man, for laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of man, the washing of pitchers and cups, and many other such things you do. He said to them, all too well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition. And this is what Amen God is saying when we celebrate all and how they, we don't know. Some of us don't want to know because as I listen to people today, they, they tell me, you understand me, it's for the truth, it's for the children. Well, if God said that he detests these things, it shouldn't be for anyone. But Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and this is another quote, and he who Curses father or mother, may be put to death. But you say 
If a man says to father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is carbon. You know, I didn't ask to be born. Uh, 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 if you, you, you should have, you should have worked work and put your money together. So when you did get old, you wouldn't need no help. So even if the word of God is saying that, this is what's, what's been broken. When we understand all the UA spirits, and when we begin to keep the tradition of man and lead a man from the truth of God, then you become a pagan. Worshiping in vain. Hallelujah. Whatever practice you might have received from me as carbon, that is a gift to God. If you no longer let him do anything for his father or his mother, making the word of God no effect, though you through your tradition, which you have handed down in many such things you do. You see. And when he had called all the multitudes himself, he said to them, Hear me, everyone, and understand. There is nothing that kills a man on outside which can defile him. The thing which come out of him, those are the things that defile him. If anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. You need to hear this morning. Hallelujah. But the word of God is saying, we come to a close. Amen. He said, and when he had in 17, verse 1, 7, 17, when he had in a house away from the crowd, he asked them to start So he said to them, Are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that that whatever in the man from outside cannot be found? You see, these people talking in their life on all of this stuff, it does defile you because you heard it. But look what he said. Because it does not enter his heart, but it's stomach. And it is eliminated, thus purifying all food. That don't mean for you to go out and eat up all the and stuff that he told you not to eat. You see? The, and he said, and he said what comes out of man, that defiles you. From within, out of the heart of man, receive evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, murder, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lawlessness, and evil lie, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defiles man. Amen. We thank you this morning. Well, another opportunity being with us in the word, there's nothing like the word of God. Nothing can do what he can do. If I was you, amen, I would allow him in my life so that he can straighten my life up. He wants us, amen, to know him. So if I was you today, Amen.
Here is a matching video. Father, we thank you this morning that you are the great I am, and that, Lord, you take care of all of us. My prayer today, Father, is that your word, that it will continue to be engraved on our hearts this morning, that we will obey you, Father. Father, help us this morning to realize that you and you all, Father, are worthy. We ask you this morning that pull from the line, that will lead from your purpose, Lord, that you keep your hand upon us, Father. Oh, God, that you would watch over us, keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger, Father. Let no hurt, harm, or danger prepare your children. And your traveling grace and mercy be upon us, Father. We just want to just glorify your name. Say thank you this morning. Thank you this morning for what you've given us. You've given us the breath of life. And we don't take it lightly. We thank you this morning, Father, as we go from the line, never go from your birth. Be with us, Father. Throughout this day, give us a way. I remember the situation. We love you. We thank you. We give you the praise for going all right now. Thank you for your son, Yahshua, whom we call the Christ Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
take a few seconds, I'll take this product. Thank you. 